0: Welcome to the Marketing Launch Society podcast, where marketing expert and coach Stephanie Edwards helps you understand what it takes to land your first job in marketing. Happy Friday, the 13th. Coincidentally, today is also our 13th episode of the Marketing Launch Society podcast. Woohoo! And I have a special treat for you today. Today, I am bringing you your first insight interview with a marketing manager. Our guest today is Joy Brown. And one of the reasons I was so excited to have her speak with you is because she is an example of a non-marketing major holding a marketing leadership role. She majored in graphic design, began her career creating marketing collateral, and then naturally found a progression into the marketing departments that eventually landed her the job as marketing manager at the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute in Birmingham, Alabama. As I have been stressing in all our previous episodes, this is happening in every industry across the country. Businesses care more about the skills and qualifications you have than in what type of degree you hold. So once again, the jobs are going to whoever has the best qualifications and skills, not just because you have a marketing degree. In fact, Joyce surprised me when she shared her experience with the local marketing association telling me that most of the people involved do not even have marketing degrees. They're in marketing roles, but without the degree, noting that being a subject matter expert in your industry or market definitely matters more as your qualification to land a job and successfully handle the responsibilities so much more than the degree that you hold. All right, without further delay, I'll play our interview now. You're going to hear how amazingly open and honest Joy is in sharing her journey over the last 10 years since she graduated college and her tips for success. I just really want to start because one thing that attracted me to your story is you're one of the people I warned them about, (laughs) that that there's because marketing degrees have Mm -hmm. changed jobs are no longer requiring that to be in a marketing position, you have to have a marketing degree. Exactly. Yes. So mm-hmm. you came from a background in graphic design and I'd love mm-hmm. to hear a little bit about that story and how your career progressed in a way that now you hold a title marketing manager, yeah, which I was even <laughs> for going into your degree in graphic design. Yeah. I never really...
1: I don't want to say I didn't see myself going into marketing, but in college, I didn't know that that was a pathway for me. Um, I thought I would always be a graphic designer or somewhere in that field. I didn't really know that that would kind of always land me in a marketing department wherever I was. Um, And I actually realized I liked it. You know, it got to a point where I got tired of always being behind a computer screen, designing graphics, which many times weren't graphics that you really wanted to design. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I, I found out that that was a whole different creative capacity that I could use. And um, I loved it. Um, So it initially started from me um, taking on the role as marketing designer, if you will, at Expo Displays. And that was my first kind of, bridge to, um, marketing. I I use a lot of my experiences there where I'm at now in the nonprofit world, which looks very different. Um, Mm -hmm. I think marketing in the nonprofit world is just like a completely different animal (laughs) altogether that I never expected. Um, but You know, I also sit on the board of directors for the American Marketing Association Birmingham chapter, and we talk about that all the time. Most of us don't have marketing degrees. I have some of my colleagues that have, like, journalism degrees, um, everything from accounting degrees, but they find that within their own separate organizations that they are the marketing person, like they're the creative one. They're the ones that can put things together. So having that background knowledge on whatever you're marketing, to me, and at least in my current role, it's equally as important as having the marketing skills and background.
0: Okay. So you found it's more important to have relevance to the job that you're taking as far Mm -hmm. as the organization itself. Yeah, Mm yeah instead of just walking in with marketing skills person. Yes.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: Okay. Yeah, I would be um I would be blindsided
1: in the current role that I'm in if I was just trying to apply um my marketing skills to it. I mean, it's just with what I do, you have to have that subject matter. You have to be a subject matter expert on Mm -hmm. it. And if I didn't, I would oftentimes get myself in trouble. I think that's what we're seeing with a lot of marketing campaigns gone left. Um, It's not even always purposeful. I think 99% of the time it's not purposeful. It's just a situation where that person doesn't have, that subject matter expertise, and they're trying to apply a one-size-fit-all technique to something that's not one-size-fit-all.
0: That's great. And I saw, if I read your um, profile correctly, you started at um, Birmingham Civil Rights Institute as education. What was that again? Yeah.
1: Education coordinator. It was okay. kind of like an administrative role for our education and exhibitions department. So okay. being the, the contact person, the person um, basically facilitating everything, making sure it ran smoothly. And I bridged over to the marketing side of things because You know, people just saw that that was my background, and we were actually dealing with the issue of not having great attendance to some of our free programs. Mm -hmm. And we had some areas, like our social media was super underutilized, and just other aspects that weren't really being used to the best of their capabilities. And so I ended up being like, okay, how can I solve this programming Mm and education
0: issue through marketing. And it really helped a lot. Okay. So talk about, so you were able to use, is that where you got some of the foundations that you were talking about? The awareness over the organization through that role? Yes. Um, just
1: a lot of it is just personal background. And um, I also, I minored in sociology. So I, I kind of okay. did have some of that educational background, um, but working in that department, yes, it, it gave me a lot of just like context behind what I do. And I I definitely think it helps me market the organization better.
0: And then you saw, like you saw the social media was underutilized as one example. Mm -hmm. Did you start helping out while you were still in that role with social media and that major leap over?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Um, just because like I said, it was super underutilized and just with what we do, um, it's a perfect fit for social media and, when you work for a nonprofit, everybody in the nonprofit world knows you have little to no budget. And yeah. that was one of the ways that we could get the word out quickly and to a large group of people
0: for the least amount of money. Okay. Now, so once again, going back, you had a graphic design experience with your degree. Where'd you pick up your social media skills?
1: Just organically, I will say just from being a millennial, um, okay. but there There's an art to it, and I had to learn that, you know, using social media for personal use is very different when you're doing it for a company or an organization, particularly an organization that deals with sensitive subject matters. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm very careful with who I um, allow is not the word I want to use, but who I relinquish control to posting on our social media because... We're, we're in a difficult climate right now. And sometimes the way you would say something personally is not how you want to put it out there. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Front facing. And I also I've gone to some social media conferences that have been extremely helpful. I think treating it as an actual um, skill and not just a hobby. I think for so long when social media first came out, it was seen as just an extra activity and not a serious, like serious part of marketing. And I think the more we treat it like that and acknowledge that there are companies that have people that that is all they do is they're, right. you know, a social media um, content producer, the better you can use it and the more effective it is.
0: About how much of your current position would you say you dedicate to time spent with social media?
1: Oh gosh. So I wear many hats. (laughs) So it's hard to dedicate um, too much time to that, but I definitely would say At least about 30%. Um, and I say that to give you a little context. Um, I'm marketing manager. I also am the PR person. I am the content producer, copywriter, photographer, graphic designer, all of that. So I do have to, you know, split my time up wisely, but the social media, some of it, I would say 30% to, as far as like dedicated planning, but then it's always running in the background. I'm consistently, you know, it's probably not the healthiest thing, but I'm consistently checking it and, you know, making sure everything is running smoothly. Hopefully one day I can pass that off to someone else, but it's it's something you definitely have to, you can't just put it out there and let it go. You have to maintain it.
0: Right. What tips would you have for somebody who's starting out and wanting, so a lot of millennials um, feel really comfortable on social media, like you said, but that there's definitely a difference in how you would do it for yourself versus how you would do it for an organization and even more specifically for a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. Um, Any tips of advice or something maybe you've even picked up from one of these great conferences you've been at?
1: Um, My biggest tip would be find other like organizations or companies similar to where you are working for or where you would aspire to work for where you're seeking a position and look at what they do I I mean I still do that I look at other museums social media pages all the time to kind of self-align and self-check myself to make sure okay you know they're posting this, I should kind of be at least in the same framework as them, not to say that you can't push the envelope and do things differently, but it it
0: gives you a guideline. Right, right. That's great. Any of the conferences you recommend? Um, So here... In Birmingham, we have
1: the social, the Southern Social Summit, and it is put on by a company called Socially In.
0: Okay.
1: And um, it's great. It's a one-day conference, and they do everything from like content production. Um, this past year, they had a whole session on how to shoot great video for your social media pages, um, just all kinds of stuff, and everything you might not use, but I... In that one-day conference, I took so many notes, more than I have on, like, week-long conferences, and I actually have used the stuff, um, and I've seen some, like, sponsored ads pop up in my Facebook feed for other conferences similar to that, so I would suggest any of those. Most of the time, they're not, you know, three-day, week-long conferences. They're one to two days, and you get a lot of great information
0: in that time. Oh, absolutely. Right. So I want to go back to this because you said something that I've experienced too, and I've shared that a lot in my podcast is sometimes, and more often than not, you get put into a role in marketing where you end up wearing so many hats. You have so many different responsibilities. Um, chat with us a little bit about that. Um, and how, you know, because once again, you came from a different kind of a background. How have you gone about acquiring the skills to feel comfortable in each of these different tasks that you've had to take on? Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. <laughs> you know, some of them I'm more
1: comfortable than others. I design mostly all of our graphics, which that's second nature to me now at this yeah. point. Um, but some of the other things like PR, I you know, I had no background whatsoever in PR. I, I still don't know much about it to consider myself like a, a PR professional. Um, it's beneficial for me in my current role. We do work with a PR agency. So a lot of the things I'm just having to manage and check off and okay. But, um, even with that relationship, I'm consistently, there's a friendship along with that, so I am able to learn um, some of the processes that they go through um, as okay. far as like, developing a press release and and that kind of stuff. So I that's what I would say. Any of those relationships that you do have that you can use as a learning opportunity, mm-hmm. do that. Um, because, you know, even though you might be in a role where you're wearing lots of hats in one position now, you never know. You could, one of those roles you could really take an interest in and, you know, maybe one day I'll go off and go more into the PR world, mm-hmm. but it's it can be overwhelming, but the way that you have to look at it is that it's uh you're fortunate to be able to touch all of these different things so that maybe you can use that skill set somewhere else one day.
0: Absolutely. Will you say it one more time the different things that you get to do? <laughs>
1: Let's see. Okay. So I am the marketing manager, which of course that's your traditional, like, you know, your marketing stuff. Um, I am the PR person. So Mm -hmm. most of the time I'm not writing the press releases. I'm getting the information together and sending it off to be written and distributed. Um, But after that point, I do manage all of I'm the media contact, so when the news comes, radio, okay. I'm usually setting up the interview or actually doing the interview. Yeah. Um, photographer at most of our events, uh, copywriter, I'm consistently having to write copy. That's one thing I would advise is like, um, take a writing course, um, it, it would help you tremendously, um, even just saving time because I'm constantly like second-guessing myself, like, oh, does that sound good? I'm not exactly a writer.
0: Um, Where have you strengthened your copy skills from? I'm sorry? Have you just strengthened your skills on the job, or did you take some time and develop them in a a different way?
1: Really, it's been just on the job. I hope to have time to actually set aside time to do professional development to actually strengthen them. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it's mostly been just on the job. Okay. Um, I also manage our website, so that's something that I wish and hope to do more professional development in, because that's definitely not my training or
0: strong suit. Um, what is your website in? Is it in a special? It's is in, it in WordPress. WordPress, okay. So you've had to pick up WordPress skills. Yeah. Too. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, you know, it's a lot, and a lot of those things, they build on each other. So definitely time management skills are yes. important. Because what it usually looks like for me for start to finish for a project is we'll have an event. Um, the first thing I have to do is get the brand, the look for the event, and then I have to do draft up the information for the press release, send that off. But before that actually gets distributed, I have to make sure the landing page is up on the website. and. Yeah of the Facebook event, do the social stuff. It all builds on each other and a press release can't go out if the website's not live. It's just a lot of stuff like that. So you have to really be organized mm-hmm. and have those time management skills. Do you use a project manager? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things, you know, um, we're, we're a small staff. And so it's like even just getting those things in place, that's one of the things I hope to do one day is actually use a project manager um but right now we kind of fly by the seat of our pants a lot
0: it's, <laughs> it's really interesting but yeah we're, more often than not so i do. i
1: believe it yeah we're a staff of about 22 um okay for a rather large museum and now a national monument and so um Oftentimes I'm even doing things that aren't in that marketing PR house. I'm, you know, doing community relations or working with our exhibitions team. There's a lot of bleed over um, Mm -hmm. our position. So, yeah, we'll
0: get there one day. (laughs) (laughs) And that that to me has always been part of what I've loved because of Mm -hmm. the diversity of it. No, I I go in and not every day is the same. There's a different Mm -hmm. thing to it. It sounds Mm -hmm. very much like what you're experiencing. Yep, definitely. Okay. Um, Any comments about the nonprofit experience? So is this your first nonprofit you've worked at? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. You know, you'll hear a lot
1: of scary stories about working for a nonprofit just because I'll be completely transparent with you. Um, You make less money. You definitely do. And you do more work. But the fulfillment that you get from that work, it's unparalleled. I mean, there's there has never been a day where I haven't been excited to get up and come to work, even during some of our roughest days, I have picked up crisis management uh, <laughs> since I have been here. Um, and so that's that's all I would say is for people to be prepared that there will be a shift. Um, but if you're looking for something that you leave fulfilled every day, and like you said, it's something different, um, you will yeah. not be doing the same thing every day. I can guarantee it. Um, it's a It's a
0: good industry to be in. Right. Definitely. And you're just coming up, you've done quite a few things and you're just coming up on one decade out of college. That's really, I know it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: crazy to think. Yeah. Yeah. And I never, um, you know, if I think back to college, I don't think I ever, I definitely didn't see myself working at a history museum and I don't think I saw myself working in a marketing role, but I'm glad it, it ended up the cards fell that way. And now looking back, it all makes sense. Like if I would have thought about it on the front end, it wouldn't have. But now looking back and going through my experiences, each one prepared me for the next.
0: What part of your personality would you say really fits well with having such a diverse position right now?
1: Being flexible and also being a people person. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm an introvert by nature, but, um, I like getting to be out and meeting different people and hearing their stories. It, it's so much more fulfilling for me than being stuck behind a computer all day and every day. And I think that's what I didn't like so much about being a graphic designer is most of the time I was, I was hidden in the back and, um, I get to kind of choose how involved and, out in the community or, um, immersed in an event that I want to be. Um,
0: yeah. and that's the, it's, it's the cool part. Mm, I love that you touched on that because that's exactly how I feel about marketing mm-hmm. is that we integrate in all the different positions within the organization and our job is to support mm-hmm. them yeah, and build them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For example, so now um, marketing here at the museum, it falls under development. And um, so that's a different experience in itself. Um, And it's one I hadn't had before, but it it opened my eyes completely to see how much of an impact marketing can have to our donations that come in, our donors. So it's a very important role here.
0: That was a whole new side for me when I, I yeah. ended up in the development department of a nonprofit and I was like, oh, we have to go raise our money now. I'm used to we have <laughs> a product we sell, product yeah. and money. <laughs> right, yeah. All right, so how about we close this out with your parting advice for somebody just going out into marketing considering, well, I'll let you answer that, considering what? what? What advice would you have for them? So this is
1: what I would say to consider. I would say to consider whether like two things, whether um, starting out in a career that is very fulfilling and it's close to something you're passionate about is more important or making more money right off the bat is more important. And there's no right or wrong answer to that. I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah. And then once you decide that, um, then kind of figure out your your job situation. Um, For some people, they are perfectly fine with going and working a nine to five and making decent money and working the traditional marketing role um, that you would think of. For some people, that's just like, it eats away at your core. And for me, it did. And um, even though there are so many times where I'm like, geez, I wish I could go back to like the corporate world and, you know, make more money and this, that, and the other, I don't have any regrets. And I actually wish I would have known more about the nonprofit world when I was starting out. Um, because mm-hmm. all of that being said, if I would have started out there, mm-hmm. I would be further along pay-wise in the nonprofit world. I'll say that much. Somewhat. Um, But when I came over to nonprofit, I kind of, at least with the museum side of things, I was starting at the bottom of the totem pole. So I'm working my way up right now. So just just doing more of your own research on careers and looking at careers that don't necessarily have marketing in the title Hmm. and figuring out what career pathing looks like at that organization or company.
0: Okay. Very good advice. And that's one of the things I have them do is I look through the different marketing roles, but you're saying Mm -hmm. investigate roles that don't even have marketing in the title. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, my intentions
1: when I started here were not necessarily to um, be in marketing. I was actually looking to do a career change. I was bored with graphic design and um, working in previous marketing roles. And so I was coming here to work strictly in education and exhibitions and you know when i got here it just if that is what your talent is eventually you'll you'll go back into that and that's just mm-hmm. the natural progression that happened
0: and it's so interesting because so you had exhibition insights from working at mm-hmm. Exmo Displays, which is a trade yeah, show company. Yeah, and then crazy. I saw that you taught graphic design. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you had the teaching education side yeah. and those blended mm-hmm. perfectly into that here. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was very interesting. Um, and that's why I say, you know, looking back, it all makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um it, it very much so does. It worked out perfectly. It's so interesting. So the more things that people can get involved in, the different areas they can explore, it opens their eyes to different opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Definitely. Yeah, and keep an open mind. That's why I always tell people, you know, I work... At a history museum now, but in high school and college, I hated history. I, <laughs> you know, I barely got above a C in any of my history classes. And it was because I couldn't memorize dates. I'm dyslexic. I, I struggle very much so with history, but because I was focusing so much on trying to get the dates and, mm-hmm. um, that stuff right. I was missing the context and like the storytelling aspect of history. And now I realize that I really love it. Um, So that's why I say keep an open mind, have as many experiences and conversations you can with people when you do do like networking events and conferences, just because you never know what that will lead
0: to. Yes. And the was it the AMA, American Marketing Association? Mm-hmm. So that's where you're on the board. What um, advantages, insights, do you have any recommendations for people taking a look at membership there?
1: Yeah, um, I definitely think it's beneficial, particularly to students. Um, there's a discounted student rate that you can get, and the events and luncheons that is just somewhere where you can meet a variety of professionals in the marketing industry that come from different backgrounds. And so, you know, in my opinion, that's the best place where you can, you know, make those connections and hear different stories. Um, and like I said, a lot of those members and the people that attend
0: aren't, you know, people with marketing in their title. I made that crossover. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's changed so much since I first started um, 20 years ago. And it's, Definitely you see so much integration in different fields now. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: All right, thank you so much for your time. This has been so great. We've gotten so much out of this, I love this. Yeah, thank you, Stephanie. Thanks for asking me, this was great. Wasn't that a great interview with Joy? Oh, I hope you loved it as much as I did. I love the different directions it took and the insights she gave, including sharing what her day-to-day operations look like and the diversity in her role as marketing manager. I've experienced that myself, and that's one of the things I really hope that you're picking up on is how diverse a single role in marketing can be. You handle so many different responsibilities, and especially when you work for a nonprofit. Did you get a lot of great value out of what she talked about with a nonprofit? And how exploring the mission driven purpose of an organization like that can really give you a lot of great passion in the work that you get to do. So, that's something that you can consider and check out. All right, so that was amazing. I hope that you will continue to investigate some of the ideas that she gave you and how a non-traditional marketing role Looking into different titles at different types of industries can really help you to expand your success as you get ready to launch into marketing. And if you're looking for more help into how to do that, I highly recommend that you move beyond the podcast and check out, go to marketinglaunchsociety.com forward slash support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T. So that's marketinglaunchsociety.com forward slash support to see how we have a special accountability and training program. And program's really the wrong word. This is like a group that's supporting you in moving forward in your career. And we're launching for the last time of the year so that you can work on this over the winter break and get your head start for the final semester before you get ready to graduate. Or even if you've already graduated and you need that extra assistance landing your job, this is the right fit for you. This is gonna give you the coaching, the guidance, and the insights that you need to succeed. All right, until next time. I wish you the best in your marketing success.